This is On The Hour. I'm Nizanondo, reporting. Today we start off with a question. How do you spend your weekends? I usually talk to my parents who are abroad, catch up with some schoolwork, and sometimes even go out with friends. Yeah, I think this is the best thing about Toronto. And but these Canadians like spend their weekends differently. Over 200 Torontonians spent the Saturday packaging goods for people devastated from last week's cyclone in Mozambique and Zimbabwe. We've got teams with boots on the ground in Mozambique. There's a team about to go boots on the ground in Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe, we're flying drones. We're using point-of-source water purification units to get people clean water. The cyclone, now dubbed as Ida, hit the sub-Saharan region two weeks ago. Since then, over 700 people have died. 400 of those are from Mozambique. These needs are massive, and even with our teams that are on the ground there, the needs are so immense that we need to be able to do more. And humanitarian groups say over 1.7 million people are in desperate need of help. But already groups like the UN and the Red Cross say they're overwhelmed. You can see in the last few days in Mozambique, a man-made lake the size of PEI has been created. There were still 15,000 people trapped in waist-deep water in that artificial lake that ended up being created by the storm. That's tapped all the rescue capacity and forced it to focus more on rescue. That's a gesture that has touched the African community, including Zimbabwe's acting ambassador to Ottawa. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm humbled and overwhelmed by the show of support and sympathy for the people of Zimbabwe from the people of Canada. Um, you know, Zimbabwe is very far from Canada, but the Canadians have put it across to themselves to come and help and support our people in this manner. Come Tuesday, the ambassador will make a formal plea to the Canadian government. His request is clear. Help. Meanwhile, in Toronto, a white supremacist rally took place. The rally was hosted by Pajida. They are an anti-Muslim and anti-immigrant group. Today's event came eight days after the terrorist attack in New Zealand. That attack was mainly focused on people of Muslim faith. Fortunately, the city wasn't going to let Pajida spread its hate. Anti-fascist groups lined up at University and Amari streets, waiting and anticipating the group's arrival. No arrests were made in today's event. Today, the term fake news took a different turn. Premier Doug Ford says the media isn't relevant anymore. Why? Well, according to the Premier, social media does a better job at informing the public. Now, the Premier says his remark isn't personal. He loves his one-on-one -on -one encounters with reporters. What he doesn't like is how we, quote-unquote, twist his words. That's why his government created this. The CEO of Hydro One is gone. It was one of the first... Ontario News Now. And today, Mayo Schmidt. Now to McLeod Roy with International News. After nearly five years, the last remaining ISIS-held territory in Syria has been liberated. Although this is welcome news for Syria, 
ISIS does remain a threat throughout the Middle East as a whole. Syrian Defense Force General Mazloum Abdi was quick to stress the need for continued efforts to rid ISIS from the area entirely. The shrinking presence of terrorist cells in the Middle East is not unfortunately being shared in Mali, where at least 115 people were slaughtered by an ethnic-based militia. This is just the latest in a series of militia-based attacks between rival groups throughout Mali. Tensions between these groups have been steadily increasing with the rise of Islamic extremism in Mali since at least 2015, especially between the Dogen and Fulani peoples, both groups accusing the other of committing numerous atrocities, just like this one. But the people of Mali are not alone in feeling frustrated with their government. If you were in London today, you would have had a more difficult time getting around than usual. The already crowded city was flooded by hundreds of thousands of anti-Brexit protesters. Sources vary, but some estimates put the number of people in attendance as high as over one million. A petition to the same effect has received almost four and a half million signatures. All of this coming amid calls for Prime Minister Theresa May to resign. May now has only days to convince lawmakers to pass her withdrawal agreement, a vote which she says may not even take place if it doesn't have any support. And with that, we wrap up our weekly report. I am McLeod Roy, and this was On the Hour.